Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissley here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Oh, hey there, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. We have a special little episode for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We're on our spring break. Woo-hoo. Oh, my goodness. I'm covered in sand and margaritas. I'm at Margaritaville. Ooh, fun times. Not so bad. Sir, can you please leave? <laughs> Ooh, Fernando, you're doing what? I'm in Nude Beach in San Diego. Well, Ooh, as, your, find me there. as wow. your co-worker and your boss, I can't legally think about that. <laughs> and Travis, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to go visit my buddy who works at the Grand Canyon. Don't jump in. <laughs> okay. All right. Today's episode, we're just going to do a short uh, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Update. Hypocrisy. What is it good for? Absolutely making fun of people. Running for office, maybe? Ooh, um, yeah. So anyway, basically on the heels of Marjorie Taylor Greene calling all pedophiles Democrats and uh, all <laughs> Democrats are then pedophiles. And that, everyone's really throwing around the pedophile. They name. really love throwing it around. Figured also when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein, people would be like, he's a Democratic operative. He's a pedophile. No, he was like giving a lot of money to a lot of people. Everybody, Jeff- yeah. Jeffrey Epstein knew no political party. Right. Um, right. He knew the Bushes, the, the Clintons, every single person. Yes. Bill Richards. Richardson, for Bill sake. Richardson, <laughs> because, of course, let's not forget the man that gave him the sweetheart deal in Florida was indeed a Republican that I believe went to be in charge of energy or transportation labor. of labor. Mm-hmm. He ended up being our labor secretary under, so, Trump. <laughs> under Donald Trump. Just wanted to clear that uh, a little bit in the air, because, of course, there's so many people somehow who are claiming that Epstein was some raging Democrat and he was a, a pedophile who Gave a lot of money to every politician and knew no party except for the party that involves a bunch of underage girls. Let's Ooh. bring up some old stories. Remember Roy Moore? Oh, I remember that <laughs> fellow. He ran for Senate down in Ro- Alabama. Roy Moore ran for Senate in Alabama. He's a judge. He is a horrible, horrible person. He rode in to vote on a horse. And you could tell that he never rode a horse before. You could tell he like <laughs> took a nice sedan to that horse. And he's like, hey, Robbie, help me up onto this horse so I can look like a man. And then he rode his stupid freaking horse to go vote. He would also brandish his gun very often on stage, pretending that that made him a stronger man. He had um, 
a lot of ties within the Republican Party. When he did run for this Senate seat, we were made aware that three women alleged that he sexually assaulted them. As a matter of fact, uh, when they were minors and he was in his 30s, uh, the behavior took place between the ages of 14 and 22. Ray Moore had a lot of power in Alabama for a long time, and he used it to go sniff around the old shopping mall. (laughs) Yeah. And try to pick up teenagers. This led to the election of Doug Jones, a Democrat, a man who I actually met in the airport and I accosted him and he took a picture with me. He was scared, but he smiled because he's a good politician. There you go. So let's not forget Roy Moore, a man who has the gold cross around his neck, a man who believes the Ten Commandments should be not just taught in in school, but should also be the law of the land. Um, Being a total and utter hypocrite. Yeah, there you go. In August of 13th, 2002, Roy Moore, he did sue and he was able to win a defamation lawsuit. But my goodness gracious, that doesn't mean the allegations are not true. According to Leah Korfman, she alleged that uh, Roy Moore had initiated a sexual encounter with her in 1979 when she was 14 and he was 32 years fun. At that time, he had a position of power within the community. She later said on two dates. Uh, They went on two dates each time he picked her up around the corner from her house and drove her to his house because, you know, when you're picking up a minor, you got to go pick them up on the corner. Right. (sighs) Yeah. You don't don't want want mom and dad to see. No, you don't want the parents. Good grief. On the second date, Moore allegedly took off her shirt and pants and removed her clothes, touched her all over and guided her hand to touch him over his underwears. So anyway, this is the social conservative judge in Alabama who has put people away probably for the rest of their lives for doing far less. Yeah. That is why he is a hypocrite. Boom. Do you remember that Sasha Baron Cohen lawsuit where he sued Sasha Baron Cohen because uh, Sasha Baron Cohen did that? Like it was like a metal detector and it detected pedophiles. Oh, my God. And it was God. like beep, 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 beep when it was going to Roy Moore. And then Roy Moore sued him. He's like, don't be doing that to me, man. It was dropped, though. He obviously didn't win. Yeah. No. Uh, Gloria Allred actually represented a few of the victims, Beverly Young Nelson, so on and so forth. So just, again, another reminder. I firmly believe people are basically the opposites of what they present sometimes. Yeah. And Roy Moore pretended to be pious, holier than thou. I'm just a married man. I have never done anything wrong. God, that guy was such an utter piece of shit. So bad. A Democrat got elected to the Senate in Alabama. <laughs> right. You know how yeah, bad you got to be? You got to be pretty bad. And yeah. of course, that was a tr- he was a Trump uh, appointee, I suppose. In yeah, some ways. right, right, right. Well, and, and, and again, it just this is going to be the theme of the episode. But you literally you check all your boxes there. He's a pedophile. He was also actively grooming girls. And then he goes out and pretends to be a social conservative and mm. all about family values. I believe even his wife is like. 20, 30 years, like they met when she was 16 Oof. and then like eventually they got married. Well, do you know how many people that have been married at 12 years old? Do you know any 12 year olds have been married? Oh, yeah. No, I don't, sir. Well, I do. And they're still married to this day. <laughs> oh, wow. That was last week. Yes. In Missouri. Yeah. Wow. Good God almighty. Mark Foley. I remember that name. Do you remember the Mark Foley Do scandal? Do you remember? It broke in September of 2006. Uh, it centers on him soliciting emails and sexually suggestive instant messages sent by Mark Foley, a Republican congressman from Florida. Again, the hypocrisy is that he was a social conservative in the highest form. 
Uh, the scandal led to his resignation in Congress September 29th, 2006. Mm-hmm. So the questionable conversations took place between 1995 and 2005. Oof. That's a long time. That's 10 years. That's like ten, That's like a lifestyle. Yeah. By the end of that 10-year span, he's already over you because you're not young enough anymore. Yeah. No, the House Ethics Committee investigated the response, but uh, I don't believe that they even did anything. And I, in mm-hmm. early October 2006, two news organizations anonymously quoted former pages. Those are people who work right. in the government. And uh, they said that uh, Foley had sexual liaisons uh, between uh, men ages 21 and 18. Foley was the chair of the House Caucus on Missing and Exploited Children, <laughs> oh my which God. introduced legislation targeting sexual predators. This is like Jared Fogle type stuff. I mean, yes. he's head of that committee. He was also in charge of the PAGE program yes, for the U.S. So, Congress at that time. Now, Foley, it's it, it gets so he says he was molested by a priest. And this was kind of part of his uh, response and apology. Right. Um, mm. Which, ah, that's such a politician's response. See, now I was diddled. I'm just doing what my priest did to me. But it's like, that doesn't, that right. doesn't make it better. It's like when Kevin Spacey made the excuse of when he was, he was basically caught uh, hitting on the 14 year old actor mm. at some uh, Hollywood party. And then Kevin Spacey's immediate response was, also, I want everyone to know that I'm gay. And it's like, no um, those are, those are different things. And this was very much Mark Foley's moment in that. I would also point out 2006, this is when that scandal broke. This is obviously when the George W. Bush era was starting to finally collapse because everyone was sick of the Iraq war and Rumsfeld and Wolfowitz and Cheney. uh, A bunch of them had to resign their positions. But then in Congress, you had this Mark Foley scandal. And this is what led to the blue wave of 2006 that led to Nancy Pelosi becoming uh, the Speaker of the House, but before she was Speaker of the House, you know who was running the House? She was Queefer of the House. Hello. <laughs> That's going to go over well. Boing, bonk. But Dennis Hastert was the man in charge of the House during and the we will get Mark oh, Foley scandal. We'll oh, he's coming up. So Foley in 2000, uh, 2002 or 2003. So the pages, they all lived in a dormitory, right? And they would throw like mixer parties. This is for children, yep. right? Evidently around 10 p.m., uh, he showed up at the dormitory absolutely freaking hammered. Oh, he was turned yeah. away by security. Oh. Other meetings include a dinner with one page who was then 17 after he invited the youth back to his hotel room and touched his leg <gasps> and a visit by two pages in 1997 to Foley's Washington condo where they consumed pizza Ooh. and soda. Oh, no. He also gave them ice cream. So it seems like he knows. <laughs> he seems to know the way to a child's heart. Yeah. Well, it definitely seems like he knows how to date someone under 21. Oh this is what the God. priest gave me. <laughs> My God. Mark Foley, again, a total and complete hypocrite. And again, we'll say it. Before, I've said it before. He was a pedophile. He was grooming. Mm-hmm. And he was a social conservative with family values, quote unquote. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, moving on. Have you heard about this guy, Nathan Daniel Larson? No. Little known libertarian men, right? Ew. So I will say when <laughs> it comes to when it comes to hypocrisy, it does seem like he made it his platform. Mm. Uh, that he was a white supremacist and someone who liked to have sex with children and did not like women, nor any of their rights. So Nathan <laughs> Daniel Larson, he was expelled from the Libertarian Party of Virginia in 2017. Do you have any idea? How crazy you gotta be. <laughs> yeah, be pretty crazy, dude. The Libertarian Party of Virginia, I bet you they let a lot slide. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like every election they've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. Larson advocated for curtailing women's rights and decriminalizing incest and child sexual abuse. Gross. Yeah. But again, I guess because we're highlighting hypocrisy, to his credit, he did campaign on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So there we go. Pedophile, yes. Groomer, yes. Hypocrite, no. Oh, he is so gross. Larson served 14 months in prison for a, the felony of threatening the president of the United States in 2008. Oh. So I guess that would, <laughs> would still be W. Yeah, W. Bush. So he wanted to kill W. Okay. And then in 2020, he was arrested at the Denver International Airport, okay. which does have conspiracy ties. I and there see. are a lot of people who believe that is a hub for child sex trafficking. Oh. He allegedly kidnapped a 12-year-old <gasps> girl, what? according to court documents. He uh, intended to take her to his home, assault her, and impregnate her. Ew. During the search of his home, detectives found evidence suggesting that he operated a website encouraging pedophilia and child rape. So Gross. anyway, it's disgusting. He's disgusting. 2009, Larson pleaded guilty to sending a letter uh, to the U.S. Secret Service threatening to kill the president. The message was sent just after Barack Obama was elected, but while George W. Bush was still in office. So you do wonder if he was just not smart enough to realize that the transition of power takes a few months. Yeah, probably not too smart. In August of 2010, Larson wrote to the federal prosecutor describing the mental health treatment he received after his conviction as a complete waste of taxpayer money since he did not have a mental illness. That's what he says. Uh, he does. And he is a horrible person. So Larson admitted, oh, God, this guy is disgusting. Ew. Larson admitted to raping his ex-spouse who was <gasps> transgender and then who later died by suicide after the birth of their daughter. This guy is disgusting. And again, as we talked about in the Hail Yourself live show at Levity Live, thanks, everyone, for coming out. We'll also be uh, in Brea, May 7th. Great time to plug the show. But it's <laughs> right. always these people that run for office. So mm. don't feel like you did. Oh, man, what if I made a mistake in seventh grade? These people are the ones running. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your wife underage? Okay, Please. then you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> good God. So do not worry. You're a good person. <sighs> These people hide in plain sight. And I guess they think because they're so known that in some ways it's a protective shield. 
Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, and again, this guy, this guy's on the lower end of the totem pole in terms yeah, of some of the other folks. He's not, he's not doing great. He was expelled yeah. from the Libertarian Party of Virginia. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but wow, to Someone so brazenly run on it is, you know, at least, again, to his credit, he didn't, he didn't lie. lie. <laughs> He's not He's a hypocrite. Just <laughs> a disgusting person. Yeah. Speaking of disgusting people and total hypocrites, the aforementioned John Dennis Hastert. God damn. Speaker of the House. He was Speaker of the yeah. House. Speaker. Third in line for the presidency. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Speaker, yep. third in line. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows there's plenty of talk about impeaching Bush and Cheney having a heart attack. And then, boom, President Dennis Hastert. From 1965 to 1981, Haster was a high school teacher and coach at Yorkville High School in Yorkville, Illinois. Um, He was first elected to the United States House of Reps in 86. Well, it turned out that he had quite a bit of skeletons in his closet. According to a 2017 interview with two special agents leading the investigation into Haster, they say Haster has been on the FBI's radar as early as November of 2012, even before the FBI and IRS began investigating the suspicious cash withdrawals uh, that were Hastert's downfall. So they didn't even catch him because of the nasty groping and all the assault. It was because he filed the paperwork and they looked at the documents and they're like, where's the money, Hastert? Mm. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that was, I mean, even I think we were reported on this in the last year or so, even some of these payments were like caught in limbo and Hastert was still in legal trouble for these hush payments, basically. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that, yeah, he was a teacher in the 80s, elected to Congress, and he was there from, what, 86 to 2006, 20 years yep. in the U.S. Yep. Congress. And again, like we've been saying on this episode, pedophile, <laughs> check, groomer, check, hypocrite, definitely. That's a check on May 29, 2015. Uh, Hastert had been indicted for trying to, again, have hush money payments towards children that he sexually abused during his time as a teacher. Hastert had paid $1.7 million out of a total $3.5 million payment promise to one of his victims. Uh, 2015, ABC News is good morning, America, because isn't this a fun story for 7 a.m. around coffee time? <laughs> it's a little heavy right now. Oh, good Lord. They discussed the wrestling team. In Yorkville, where uh, where Hastert was a wrestling coach, Hastert ran a, uh, a disgusting scam, basically pretending to be a coach. Well, in reality, he was a predator. Um, according to Jolene Reinbolt Burge, the sister of Stephen Reinhold, who was the student equipment manager, um, they say that uh, Burge stated that in 1979, eight years after Reinhold's high school graduation, her brother had told her that he had been sexually abused by Hastert throughout his whole four years of high school. Oh, oh my man. God. That's so that horrible. It's so bad. You're ruining lives. And he's a speaker of the fucking house. He stood there with a gavel for years and years and years. Yeah. Pretending like he's better than all of on us. On a pedestal, truly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Truly on a, a pedestal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Clever. Here we go. In the interview, Birch said that she believes the abuse stopped when her brother moved away after graduation, but it damaged Stephen 
And then uh, Stephen ended up dying of AIDS-related illnesses in 1995. Aww. So he ruined this boy, and dare I say, Ugh. he should actually be charged with murder. Yeah, I mean, this reminds me so much of the Ugh. the case with current Congressman Jim mm-hmm. Jordan uh, with the the wrestler abuse at the Ohio State University when Jim Jordan was an assistant coach there that he covered up. Of course, that abuse was done by the Ohio State uh, team doctor. He did a lot of the sports, but. Um, this was Dr. Strauss. He was very, very yeah. interested in the wrestlers specifically. And of course, New York Times just did an article with Jim Jordan that he literally called one of the victim's parents and tried to convince the parents to not push charges on the university and to pursue charges against Dr. Strauss. So now the stuff is, you know, it's pervasive and it's, it's absolutely pervasive. Mm-hmm. And again, they hide in plain sight, pretending like um, family, perhaps their family values or their legislative um, maybe things. So, for in Hastert's case, for example, he uh, he pushed for Adam Walsh's Child Protection and Safety Act and the Child Abuse Prevention and Enforcement Act of 2000. In 2003, Hastert publicly called for legislation to quote put repeat child molesters into jail into for office rest- <laughs> into office <laughs> no. for the rest of their lives <laughs> into jail. For the rest of their lives. Hastert resigned. The balls, man. Yes, it it is incredible. Hastert resigned his lobbyist position as well at the law and lobbying firm Dick Stein Shapiro. Oh, my God. Mm. (laughs) Uh, His biography was quickly expelled. Everything just was like a race. We don't know that guy. Yeah. yeah. We don't know that guy. Wow. It's so freaking nasty. And he just met the most powerful people in the world and hung out with them for a long freaking time. I mean, say what you want about house speaker, John Boehner, but that guy liked adults. Oh yeah. 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 He, he was just a, he was chain smoking, whiskey drinking. <laughs> He's like, if you're not over 60, I don't want to see him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. John Boehner. He's a, he was a playboy, but he kept it at least appropriate age appropriate. Ugh. And as long as you like the taste of cigarettes, ladies, Ugh. go and get it. That's John Boehner. He's orange. All right. Well, just lastly here, let's get to Jim Jordan. Oh, no Jim thanks. Jordan, the most recent. Now, Travis, you've actually told me a little bit about, because obviously he's an Ohio guy. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had uh, a Tammy Wilson who was running mm-hmm. against him on our show last year. Mm-hmm. So it's bad. It's worse than I actually thought it was. The That's Ohio so State bad, wrestling man. scandal. Um, Tito Vesquez says that he still remembers the day three decades ago as a wrestler at Ohio State University. The doctor he'd gone to to see about a bloody nose insisted on examining his genitals. Uh, This reminds me a little bit of the Larry Nasser situation. And Larry got to be a fly on the wall as he's getting his ass kicked in prison right now. Um, It's the most there's something about taking the Hippocratic Oath as a doctor and Mm -hmm. doing something like this. It is just atrocious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is so nasty that doctors would do this. And I don't think most do, but mm. like if you're a predator, you put yourself in predator positions. Right. And if you're Larry Nasser or the doctor here, I guess they found the perfect job for them. So why does this matter? Why does it come back to Jim Jordan? Well, Vasquez recalled, he told the coaches uh, about his immediate complaint. Vasquez says, I have nothing to do. Quoted that the assistant coach says, I have nothing to do with this. I don't want to deal with it. That coach was, Jim, Jim Jordan, Jordan. Mm. now obviously an Ohio congressman who loves the family values that Ohio can provide. Vasquez is one of six former OSU wrestlers who have told multiple news outlets that they were abused by Richard 
Strauss and Jim Jordan knew about it and did absolutely nothing. The doctor has since died by suicide in 2005, which I'm sure Jim Jordan was happy about. Yeah, well, it made his cover up a lot easier. Yeah, when there's no much. more uh, perpetrator, right? Where's the crime? Right, exactly. And we all, we know, we've seen footage of Jim Jordan when he gets nervous, right? When the oh re- my reporter asked him, uh, you know, did you talk to Donald Trump on January 6th, uh, before, after, during? And Jim Jordan just turns into, like, as Ben said, uh, uh, an actor who uh, looks like he's acting too hard to lie. He's like so like like his voice cracks, his arms start flapping around like Jim Jordan has so many tells when he's lying. Um, You just got to imagine if you could ever get him on an actual stand and have him under oath, what he would have to say about all these specific instances that he knew about. It'd be nice if his uh, co-worker Marjorie Taylor Greene would go down to his office, knock on the door and ask him what happened. Yeah. Call him a pedophile and a groomer. Uh, At the very least an enabler. And I'm sorry, man. As a man, if I hear uh, as a as an adult male, as a wrestling coach, someone comes to me and says they're being molested, I'm going to do something about it. Right. That's exactly. Because that would be my male response as a man. Yes. That's exactly what I want to point out. So this is this is my personal opinion that follows. But it, to me, it almost seems worse. Jim Jordan almost seems worse than the actual people that committed the crime because the actual people that committed the crime, they're covering up their own mistakes. They're 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 being hypocrites because they're covering up themselves. But Jim Jordan if you didn't commit the crime and you're not going to go to jail for it, why wouldn't you? Pro- why wouldn't you do everything in your power to protect these kids? To you must not have seen anything wrong with it. That, and that, I, I don't know. And exa- no, right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I say that, to my personal opinion here, it's almost worse. Right. When, See, because he's not even the pedophile; he's protecting the pedophile. Right. This right. is an independent report commissioned by the university. They say that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 men. Yep. Can that's you a, believe that? Yep. That's 177 men who don't trust oh. the doctor anymore. That's 177 men who go on to have families mm-hmm. and, you know, like, all and of it. What's interesting is OSU is beginning to give monetary settlements to at least 11 out of the 18 pending cases. Um, so OSU is admitting we knew what happened. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's very public now. But keep in mind, those 11 settlements that's what they're trying to do is get people in the settlement world mm, and the payouts they, yeah. that OSU is making compared yeah. to like University of Michigan with Larry Nassar pale in comparison. I mean, really? the other universities that are getting caught in these scandals are paying out hundreds of millions of dollars. OSU, which has plenty of money, yeah. is giving is is giving pittance money to some of these survivors. And by the way, the victims and survivors uh, who still should be able to sue for damages yeah. after decades and decades. Now OSU is in the Ohio State Legislature lobbying all those gerrymandered Republicans who run that place to keep the laws of statutes, statute yeah. limitations mm. on a lot of these cases from, uh, from you know, legislate for them getting compensation. So OSU you is... Know- is sure they're doing the thing where it's like, oh, something might have happened, and they're doing a couple of settlements, but for the most part, they're trying to keep this quiet still. systematically. I will never, yes. I mean, I do understand, but there is no more telling vote than the people who are like, no, statute of limitations, the Catholic Church. No, everything's fine. Like it was the Catholic Church, right? It was hardcore religious mm-hmm. groups mm-hmm. Uh, of all religious ilk because this yes. is pervasive amongst all yes. religions, child grooming. And they all were like, no, no, no. After five years, if these kids didn't come forward, it's done. <laughs> right, that's right, right. done. That's yeah. a dunner. Right. And that's what we have in the Republican state legislature right now in Ohio. Because, again, you know, we had cases, again, with priests, 
with Boy Scouts. You have all these different uh, instances where there's national organizations, international organizations, but it also happened in Ohio. And yet they're carving out this one little caveat for Ohio State wrestling so, in those instances. And I, I want to add, how do you come forward? If you you look at the TV and Jim Jordan, the man you confessed to when you were a teenager that you said, hey, this man is abusing didn't do anything, me and right. didn't do anything. How do you come forward now? Ten years later, 20 right. years later. What do you well, this would now. I mean, we're looking at 25 years ago. 1998, yeah. well, I believe, was the last uh, known case. I think the survivors and victims, they went, they gave their testimony in front of the Ohio State Legislature. They poured out their hearts about how hard it is to then move and forward and become an adult from that. Not that it uh, every it's it is not easy for men to do that. No, No. it's not a fun. I know it's not easy for anyone. So, but men have that other layer. We Mm -hmm. have a. There are cultural standards, and to be honest with you, no matter what people say, you don't want to see a man crying. Right. right. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see this. Like it sucks, and I know it sucks for everyone, Mm -hmm. but also for men. You, you might not receive the empathy on the back end. Sure, right. But then, of course, I know it ruins uh, other people's lives as well. It's just kind of a unique. We're supposed to be strong. And then it's like I was molested. That's really hard, That's especially really hard. if you're a, an athlete, a wrestler. Exactly. You know, it's not, not again, exactly the, the, the fact I was a wrestler. Uh, oh. yeah, so yeah, I was a wrestler. Oh, uh, thankfully not in Ohio. I was in a very nice place in Wisconsin, <laughs> and no one touched me. Good. That's good. Congressman Jim Jordan uh, has said. His congressional office said, as of 2018, Congressman Jordan never saw any abuse, never heard about any abuse, and never had any abuse reported to him during his time as coach at Ohio State. So what do you believe? There was a doctor that is known to uh, sexually abuse at least 177 men, and no one said anything, or during the time that Jim Jordan was the wrestling coach when a perverted uh, sexual predator was the doctor, um, didn't hear anything. Please. Mm. Either he's a horrible wrestling coach. Right. And just doesn't listen to his wrestlers or he is complicit in 177 sex crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a massive cover up. And if he's not in a gerrymandered district, dude, this would actually matter. But because he is. Right. What does it even mean? It does, if, unfortunately, again, those those victims, those survivors, they went and testified in front of the Republicans in the Ohio State Legislature and the Republicans there still did not do anything to move the legislation forward that these men were in favor of. It's they needed to, again, get closure on this. Uh, Tito Vasquez, uh, this is what he had to say. Uh, he says when the complaints, when these complaints come and he pretends now that he had no knowledge of it, obviously referring to Jim Jordan, that's betrayal at the highest level. And uh, I mean, you just look at that guy. He's, he's a big old man. It's yeah, a big man. He's a big grown man. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, so he's very uh, brave for coming forward as well. And again, what a slap in the face when you go look at these toadstools in gerrymandered districts, tell them your story mm-hmm. and then they don't do something. Right. Right. And again, you know, I, I agree with Fernando when you're complicit, when you're helping cover up, you know, I mean, we've covered your Mark Foley's, your Dennis Hastert's. Oh, that weird libertarian guy. I don't even remember his name. I don't want to remember his name. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I mean, but again, if you and, and Roy Moore, too. Roy it's Moore. Like if you I mean, there's know, Larry Craig. There's so many. Dennis there's, Astor, there's so, so many. many. And it's like, if you know, if you're working with this fellow Republican, whether they're a teacher or a politician or a judge, you know, uh, or, or a wrestling coach, whatever it is, if, if you're if you know what they're doing, like Fernando said, and you don't go stand up for what's right, you are basically complicit and as guilty as they are. Multiple former OSU athletes have said that they find Jordan's uh, denials absolutely stunning because they say they distinctly remember him responding 
to complaints about Strauss. This is what one wrestler said. Dan Ritchie. Uh, He says he remembers a teammate complained about Strauss and that Jim Jordan said, quote, if he ever tried that with me, I'd snap his neck like a stick of dry balsa wood. Okay. Okay. So, you know, go do something. Go do it. Go do it, man. No, it wasn't done to me. Oh, okay. It was done to you who's looking at me right in front of me crying. Okay. But that's not me. All right. I would have snapped his neck like a balsa wood. Like a what? Balsa wood. (laughs) Balls and wood? Balls and wood. Yeah, it's balls and wood. (laughs) BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. God. So anyway, just further evidence. What a bitch prick Jim Jordan is. This is where I would become, you know, as someone who took in a lot of kids who were sexually abused growing up. Right. um, This is where it just stuns me that a man wouldn't go to another man who he knew was molesting his student athletes. They are older here. This is OSU. It's obviously university. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, I suppose it does matter, but you know what I'm saying? Um, And confront him and get him fired. Right. Beat the shit out of him. Do something. Do something. Anything. Just throw him through a window. Dude, you can do it a dude way. Bring a hammer. Hit him in a kneecap. Snap his neck like balls in and the wood. And then, wh- why did you do that? Uh, why Why did you break his neck? Uh, I mean, some, something. Yeah. Something, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't condone violence. I don't condone murder. Yeah, I just, this thing. So, we don't. Yeah. He, he had the opportunity to use legal methods right. to prosecute this man, and he didn't. Right. Exactly. And, you know, God right. damn. In January 1993, there's another wrestler, uh, Danasha Yetz. He went to Strauss after he injured his thumb in practice. And then during the examination, the doctor tried to take off his wrestling shorts. Yeah. And he said, Doc, it's just my thumb. Yeah. Strauss was a monster, dude. God damn. I can't believe uh, yet said that he came out and complained to Jordan immediately. So he's like, no, I'm leaving, dude. Yeah, like, That's my thumb, dude. Yeah. Um, I promise you, my pants can stay on for this. Right. He went and complained to Jordan immediately. He said that Jordan responded by saying something like, if he tried that on me, I would kill him. So it seems like that's his response. That was his response. So he wanted just the kids to defend themselves? Uh, uh, no, he what? didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what? what's he, yeah, what's he suggesting? Like, you should go in there and snap his neck. I mean, yeah, what? What? how is that Jim Jordan's response every single time? Dude, a referee, a wrestling referee, alleged that Strauss masturbated in front of him inside a locker room shower in the mid-90s, right? And when he reported the incident to Jim Jordan... Uh-oh. You know what Jim Jordan said? If he did that to me, I'd snap <laughs> his neck like a balls in wood. He said, yeah, that's Strauss. Oh, my oh, God. That's how normalized this was. I, yeah, had, no, that's I had no idea. I had no uh, idea what you're talking about. Off Strauss, yeah. I, this, I know that this scandal oh, is yeah. sort of, you know, permeated around him a little bit. But it's so much worse than people give it credit yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. And again, he called he called he the victim's parents and convinced yes. the parents to tell their son to not come forward with any allegations or anything like that. Like to keep quiet. 
Why? Because that's what he does, man. Football. He covers things up. That's all. That's, you know, once you get in there and you see the power, the levers of power, and you're like right there, you're so close. It's, that's where I think a lot of these guys just kind of have a code of secrecy. And that's what you got to basically become a part of to move up. So when uh, Jordan, uh, when it you know became known that he knew, I mean, this is Joe Paterno times a thousand. Yeah. And Joe Paterno fired uh, statues taken down in in, uh, in Penn State. Yes, sure. They died in disgrace. And, and there's some speculation if he really did even know what's going on. Right. Or was he just an old man who what? I mean, who knows? But this this is much worse. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, And again, because he's a sitting member of Congress. So after the allegations became known, Jim Jordan, of course, he said, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to pass legislation. We're going to have victims rights here. No, he hired a PR firm and uh, the PR firm has been actively going at the victims. That's um, insane. Jordan's campaign paid the firm about $95,000. Again, a campaign fund mm-hmm. of $95,000. Oh, it's almost campaign? like it's hush money almost. Mm. The firm's founder, Craig Shirley, uh, told uh, news reporters that uh, it was unrelated to the Strauss matter, but later said that the firm also worked on other things for the campaign. Uh, I don't know. And that, now it's very interesting, too, because Jim Jordan's going after the DA in Manhattan who's going after Trump for hush money. So that's why Jim Jordan's just like, hold on, hold on, hush money. Oh, hey, hush money yeah, is completely yeah. legal. It makes sense that he would You got to pay it to a firm, though. <laughs> and, and to your point, uh, Travis, Adam de Sabato, de Sabato, Adam de Sabato, I like that name. Uh, he was a wrestler at OSU again. Um, he called Jim Jordan, he says, called him in 2018 uh, and asked him to contradict statements by his brother. So oh, wow. uh, his brother had publicly alleged that Jordan knew about Strauss's abuse when he worked for the university. This is what uh, De Sabato said about that phone call. He says, Jim Jordan called me crying, crying, groveling on the 4th of July. <laughs> Something about the 4th of July with these politicians. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the day to do it. I'm either going to be in Moscow or calling some sexual abuse victims Parents to get and family to, to get him to shut up. Jim Jordan called me crying, crying, groveling on the 4th of July, begging me to go against my brother, begging me, crying for a half hour. That's the kind of cover-up that's going on here. So, you know, I think you were right when we were in the truck the other day, and I think Jim Jordan, I think he's in a sweet spot for his political career. If yeah. he would run for Senate or anything larger, like draw too much um, attention. I yeah. really think it would because this story is a kneecapper if I if I've ever seen yeah, one. Yeah, if the facts ever came out as opposed to, you know, him just running in his Republican gerrymandered district. For lack of letter again, now maybe a Republican with better family values, aka real family values, just anything better than Jim Jordan. Anyone. He could potential potentially primary someone like Jim Jordan. And you move him out. But also, at this is he, point, is he close to the East Palestine people in his district? No, that no, is quite that's, um, uh, Bill Johnson's territory gotcha, there gotcha. in Ohio. Yeah. Jim Jordan, again, they just keep redistricting. He, he's always got the craziest looking district because right. it's so gerrymandered they, to keep him in there. And it's yeah. just, again, this one actually looks like an act of assault. Richard, <laughs> yeah. uh, Rich Berlensky, interestingly enough, he was a former OSU wrestler. And he said that Jim Jordan called him and thanked him. Because Berlinski said that he never had an issue with Dr. Strauss, which is very possible. You right. Know, yeah, yeah. he may not molest everybody. And yeah. so Jim Jordan called 
and thanked him for saying oh that he God. was not molested by Strauss. Wow. Um, anyway, so that's the hypocrite update. Uh, uh, I just, I mean, I, I know it was a little bit dark of an episode, well, but, but it, uh, I just because everyone's calling everyone pedophiles yeah. and it's like, God. Yeah, right. No, it's very frustrating to have the Republican Party attacking teachers, attacking Democrats. Trans. Whoever to be, trans people, drag queens, what, everyone as, as pedophiles and groomers, and it's just like look at the pedophiles and groomers within the Republican Party. It has been a problem for decades. We didn't even get to to the Senate. I mean, Larry Craig was a oh, guy. Oh, so Larry mad. Craig. He was. He still has my favorite press conference out of all the senators who got outed because he was the one who got caught in the Minneapolis bathroom. Yes. he was tapping his foot right, right, right. to get some uh, gay loving, and then uh, my throat hurt. Yeah, or something <laughs> like. I got a wide stance. Yeah. That was what he said. And his press conference was like, "I'm not gay." I never have been gay and I never will be gay because I'm not gay. I love my wife, looks around for wife, grabs her hand. I will stay in the Senate. And it's like everyone knew. And same with Lindsey Graham. Same with my friend who used to be a sex worker. He used to go down. He used to have sex with Marco Rubio. So we've talked about the House. There's also some issues in the Senate. And Lord knows uh, there's some governorships out there, too, that um, they've got some... uh, well, there's a lot of hypocrites out there. Also, when it comes to state Senate, there's a dude, uh, Ray Holmberg. Oh, Check him boy. out. We of, didn't even get to the state legislature. North Dakota. We had a guy in Ohio, Wes Goodman, family values, uh, uber <laughs> Christian fellow, used to, uh, uh, that's right, intern with Jim Jordan. This fellow, Wes Goodman's caught having sex with another man in his office, taxpayer-funded office. And again, you can do that, and that's okay, um, but not if you're a Republican who... Hates you, gay people. Actively legislates against those things. Well, that's, exactly. the, that's the thing it's with the this uh, Ray Holmberg guy out of North North Dakota's longest serving state senator. He's like all he's like everyone's a pedophile but me. Um, but it uh, <laughs> turns out he's kind of a pedophile. He's the one. Yeah, uh, they allege that he had exchanged seventy two text messages with a man accused of serious child pornography crimes. Oof. Evidently. He, I, I guess he really likes his character. I don't know. So they're all over the place. They're all over the place. But don't be distracted by the QAnon bullshit. It's always calls coming from inside the house. Yeah. And they just like, accuse you mm-hmm. of being what they are. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And in this case, some of the calls coming from inside the house are asking you to shut up about what you know. Oh, my God. The biggest one to me, just because he still has so much power, is Jim Jordan at this point. Yeah. Well, God, and then there's Matt Schlapp. Oh, oh my yeah, God. We didn't even, that, I, that's a whole nother. Well, there's uh, Jim Jordan, Matt Schlapp. We're on stage together at CPAC. And it's like Schlapp literally was just groping a guy down in Georgia a few months ago. <laughs> so, so you know how Ron DeSantis is uh, trying to pass that legislation that'll have uh, pedophiles killed, right? That pedophiles. Oh, would, is that right? Yeah. So oh. Ron DeSantis is trying to pass legislation that convicted pedophiles would face the death sentence. So at an eight to four, eight to four what, about, yeah. what about Matt Gates? Is he going to start with Matt Gates? Oh yeah, I then mean, you got Matt yeah, Gates. I mean, oh, so. dating a seventeen-year-old pedophiles, groomers, and check hypocrite. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. Hope you're doing okay. Taking a little break if you can. If you're working hard, thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week with two more fantastic episodes. Keep you up to date on all the wild things going on. Wild out there. Here in America, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hold up. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka golden ticket scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated golden ticket scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine.